Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What happened to the balls in the swamp? We discussed that Sunday show with Fred brought to you by Hero Group Security Solutions. And Fred, I always like to start with the big scope because you've forgotten more football than I'll ever know. So when you see that game and the way it unfold unfolded in a loss, uh, Tennessee falls to Florida. What did you see um, by either side in terms of why it didn't go Tennessee's direction. Well, I mean, the game started the way it kind of finished. Um, Florida started the game off with a seven-minute drive. Y'all, they didn't score any points. They kind of showed what their game plan was going to be, and they, they stuck to it, and it, it worked for them in this game. Um, the crowd was very loud. I think we gave their crowd an opportunity to be stay in the game early. Um, we went down and scored early. And they got the ball right back and drove it back down the field. And I think that one long run energized their crowd a little bit more. Um, we needed to do one thing, and that was take the crowd of the game early. And we, I thought we were on our way to doing so. But like I said, the game started the way the game ended, or the game ended the way it started, by them running the ball. And in this series, you can look back all the way to the 90s. 90% of the time, the team that has the most rushing yards won that game. Um 90-something percent of the time, and it, it showed the proof to be the same here. And I won't ever blame a game on refereeing, but we got beat by a pretty good game plan. They stuck with their game plan as well as their fans and being loud in that stadium. And a few calls that could have gone, you know, a different way that were blatant on, on TV. However, we still lost the game. If you are looking at the glass, glass half empty or glass half full, I like to see a glass half full saying that 
even though we lost this game, you'd rather lose the SEC game early, and then you got the rest of the game, the rest of the season to fight back and get back into the playoff picture. True, and it's not like back in the day where you would look at whoever won the Tennessee Florida game and think there's no way they're going to lose two or a tiebreaker because Florida would have the tiebreaker if they finished one. I I could see Florida very easily having two more SEC losses before the end of the year. And and you mentioned officiating before we get to lack of running the football at times and what Florida did offensively. And then I want to talk about Joe Milton because there's a lot of people that are frustrated with the offense, which I never thought we'd say under Josh Heupel. But officiating is something that they say evens out over time. And maybe it does if you play football as long as you have or you're a coach for 30 years. It probably does. But in a game, it can have a big effect. And I agree with you. I don't ever blame the officials for a win or a loss. But the timing of some of those bad calls really seemed to suck the air out of Tennessee. And uh, sometimes it's not just a bad call, Fred. It's when it happens. Yes. And, and when they happened, it just seemed like just as Tennessee was climbing back, those would happen. Have, have you, I'm sure you've been through that as a player. Absolutely. And a few of them in particular on a deep ball, the receiver grabbed the receiver, the defensive back grabbed the receiver behind from behind him. I mean, I felt like the referee should have been seeing, looking and seeing that. And it made him a step later on being able to catch that ball. However, the next play now is third down. If you get the call on that, you're looking at first down. It's a 15 yard penalty and an automatic first down. Play calling is completely different at that point, as opposed to calling it on third and whatever it may be. And we had a few of those calls that went out that went, you know, we didn't get. But also there was a, a one that was a, another blatant on defense. Tyler Barron gets held. Now they're running the ball right there. It's at the point of attack, and he gets held. That seems to be a a, a play that re, the referee should be looking at because it's right at the point of attack. And he got held, and there was no call. I mean, those things can kind of give your momentum a little bit. And we got to play better on defense. Got to be better on offense as well. But I, I think having that with that crowd noise and the way Florida kind of kept us out the football field with those long drives, those things help keep us out of momentum. Even though we still had a chance to get back in the game towards the end of the game, I felt like some of the best play calling we had was toward the end of the game where we saw those dig routes and curls and those things, and he hit those things. And, you know, I can't. I can't blame our quarterback. You had a situation where you, you're missing the offensive lineman, your starter at center. Um, but we still had chances to, to be in this game. Um, I'm still optimistic. I will not just blame one person. This is, it is a team sport. You got to play better on offense. You got to play better on defense. Um, but I'm optimistic in the fact that I saw some good things down on those last few drives. I saw us do some good things on defense, and we just got to make some plays. Well, you know as well as I do, the people are going to – and they started during the game with, with an errant pass or two or maybe a drop pass. We had that discussion about Austin P. but people just want to naturally say, Nico, Nico, Nico. I get the freshman in there. Everybody loves the backup quarterback. When, when you hear that, what goes through your mind? Well, I've always been told you win your battle – you win your position in, in, in practice and in your locker room. That's how you win your position. You go out and you keep doing what you need to do. And at this moment, this is Joe's team. And I'm never going to question what Josh Hype has done because I look at what Josh has done and what he did with him and Hooker. Um, 
I'm not going to question what he does and who, who he feels like needs to be playing quarterback because he is the coach. We pay him to do that job, and he's done a great job of it at, to this point. So I, I'm looking at it like whenever Josh says that he's making a change at any position, I rock with whoever that guy is starting, and that's that's my position from this point going forward. Yep, there you go. I can respect that, and I will I will tell you based on people that I've talked to, Nico's still very slim, but Tennessee is a hundred percent their coaching staff committed to Joe Milton. So I don't think anything changes anytime soon. Portions of the program and the entire program brought to you by Hero Group Security Solutions, leadership experience, specialization, addressing problems through unique mission-specific mitigation techniques, also making your children safer one school at a time. If they were to private school, then you can go ahead and get Hero Group Security Solutions involved making your child safer at school. We all hear about the tragedies. We're looking to have public schools be able to be open to that as well. Go to heraldgrp.com, heraldgrp.com. It's right down below and mention that to your uh, school administrator. Uh, Fred, I felt like um, there were times flipping sides of the ball that it was pretty obvious Florida wanted to stretch Tennessee, not vertically like Tennessee did to players last year, but horizontally. Do you, do you do you feel like playing the flats, playing the outside, negated some of Tennessee's pass rush that was dominant in the first two games? And, and keep it in mind again, we got to also give credit where credit is due. Florida had a good game plan; it was yep. good, um, and they, they executed. And that that's the one thing I, I look at. Some of the things we did on defense, we were in position. Sometimes we had a few missed tackles. Those are things we got to fix up, fix them, and and and. Going into the SEC play, you definitely have to fix those things. Uh, just tackling. Uh, we missed a few plays where it could have gone a different way if we made the tackle. Um, you got to win your one-on-one battles and those type of things. And we did a good job in some in some areas of the game, but there were some plays that cost us. Cost us first downs, cost us touchdowns. Um, and those are just plays you have to make. True. When you, I, I'm going to ask you this, and if it's if it's a dumb question, you know you can tell me. Um, Tim Banks's defense likes to use a lot of stunts and twists. Do you, do you think that because there were some guys out of position with their their eyes in the wrong place, th- there were some missed tackles? Did Florida's approach of being horizontal make it more more difficult to be fundamentally sound when you're trying to run that type of defense? Well, if you look at Florida's game the last two weeks, we didn't see some of those things that they ran in the game. Um, we didn't know what kind of we didn't know what the identity was going to be at all. I don't even think they knew. Um, but like I said, they they came out with a game plan and they stuck with it, and that game plan worked for them. With those runs between the tackles and those type of things and stretching the side out of sideline, yes, it did change the game plan. It ga- changed us a little bit of what we could and what we didn't do. Um, again, though, we still had to win our one on one battles, and it's one game. It is Florida. It does hurt, but I am optimistic in the fact that we can grow going forward based on. This was a tough SEC football game. And we always talk back when I played and even, you know, going forward that Florida is your first real test of a season, period. Or whoever that first SEC game is is a real test and lets you know what you're going to be. And I'm looking forward to just seeing what we can do to get back on track. It's not what you do when you're down. It's how you respond to get back to where you where you need to be. Yep. And you, you – 
watching the game last night, it, it felt I could feel not only from a blocking standpoint, but I felt like a leadership standpoint that Tennessee did miss Cooper Mays, who there were some people who, since he dressed, thought he should play. But it's not that simple, Fred. Um, Cooper is dealing with a significant injury that I, I haven't shared and, and don't, don't feel as if I should do so. But um, I, I do feel like he was greatly missed when times got difficult from a leadership standpoint. I, I think so as well. Anytime you're playing on the road in the hostile environment, you need all the leadership you can get because it's loud out there too. That, that's one of the things we talk about when we have teams come into Neyland Stadium. If the crowd can make you call timeouts in, your, in, in the early part of a quarter or early part of a half and they only have one timeout for the rest of that half, it makes a difference. So that crowd noise did help them a lot in every aspect when it comes to our offense. Um, they were loud. They were, round, they were rowdy. And we kept them in the game because we didn't make the few plays that we needed to make. Um, but that that is still a, a tough and hostile environment to play in. And going forward, we need the same type of environment in Knoxville. And we've had that. Our guys get that every week. So this is the SEC, and it is Florida. And it's a, a Flor- Florida's not a powerhouse like they once were, but you're going into a place where that fan base is looking at the looking at us the same way we look at them when they come to our stadium. Let's do everything we can to disrupt their offense, and also they play good on defense. So that 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 was a recipe for success for them. Yeah, and then um, talking Joe Milton, um, it, it feels like to me, and I know you you weren't at the game, so you probably couldn't see coverages as much as you would be if you would be at the game. But mm-hmm. it feels like to me that starting with Austin P and then with Florida, that they're dropping defenders, they're sagging, they're playing soft not to give up the deep ball. Is that, that the feel you get? Well, I think our defense has played a lot better when they're in the red zone. Than in oh, the I'm open. sorry. I'm, I'm sorry. I meant uh, Florida's defense. Excuse me. Florida's defense. Well, I mean, they played lights out this week. They did. They, they had a good pass rush. They did play very well against us in the run. They pushed the pocket and those type of things that got pressure on our quarterback and those things that, you know, those are recipes to win games. And they did a good job of it. This is the best they played all season. And I knew they would give us our best because it's a rivalry. It's a Florida-Tennessee rivalry. Um, but for us going forward, knowing that we just had this type of game, every SEC school is a copycat league. They're going to come at us very similarly. Um, try to take the, take the clock out of the game. Um, keep our offense on the sidelines so we're not in sync and those type of things. we got to find ways now to be able to stop the run against every team we play because they're going to come run heavy on us knowing that they can, you know, if they can keep the ball going and moving and keep the clock going, they'll keep our offense off the football field. That Sunday show with Fred brought to you by our friends at Herald Group Security Solutions, making your children uh, safer one school at a time. Private school, mention Herald GRP, which is right down below.com, Herald GRP. Dot com uh, public schools we're going to get there and so let me ask you Fred uh, put on your coaching cap what would you do if you're Tennessee's offensive uh, coaches to offset teams that are going to do their best to take away the deep ball well I mean schematically we gotta sorry Dave that's fine schematically we gotta do some things that, you know just to We've done very well at running the ball the first two games of the season. Over 200 yards rushing. This one, we just only had 100 yards. we got to go back to the drawing board on that, trying to figure out how we can get better plays in that, in that aspect and get better yardage up front. Um, 
front seven is how you win football games, how you win championships on both sides of the ball. So let's see what we're going, going forward. I'd like to see us sure that part up of the game. But also, last year we watched Hendon Hooker have the ball in his hand on third downs and, you know, made some good plays. I'd like to see Joe get that opportunity as well. And, and like I said, I'm not questioning anything we did on offense because Josh Hopper's done a really good job of showing us what he can do on offense as far as calling plays. So I think that I, I would like to see going forward him having that ball in his hand on third downs. And I hope that's be the case going forward in the rest of the season. Did we underestimate perhaps two players, Hendon Hooker and Jalen Hyatt? I think some people thought this is the system. Guys are running wide open. Uh, that's more Josh Heupel than Hooker or Hyatt. Did we? Did some people maybe underestimate them last year? I, I think most people now looking at us in a different light, knowing that we can go deep. We can find ways to draw plays and get us deep. So – they're playing us that way. They're playing us not to give up that deep ball because when it does, it lights the scoreboard up, and we're up 21 points on someone that's just like that. That's how it was last season. So I think guys are trying to make us work to get down the football field. I mean, thinking dunks now and take the best shots you have downfield. And you look, when we did have chances to go downfield, he did make some good throws. He threw a touchdown pass down down the left sideline there. There was a, a really good ball, really good place ball, as well as one down to Thornton in the middle of the football field. That was a good place ball as well. So, I mean, I think we can do some things still going downfield. It's just taking those shots when you get an opportunity to, but you got to hit those shots when they're available. So, Tennessee will face uh, UTSA, um, University of Texas, San Antonio, for those that don't know. And they they were a pretty good football team last year. Uh, as far as this year, maybe they've they've taken a little bit of a step back, and uh, I'm, I'm sure you know. But for those that don't, uh, they lost to Houston in in the opening game. They did beat Texas State, and then they lost to Army uh, on Saturday. So it looks like a very beatable opponent. Would you rather have that type of an opponent, or would you rather have the type of opponent that's like from the SEC and going to get your attention when you're trying to bounce back? Um, what kind of opponent would you most want on your schedule seven days later? Well, I'll I, I take the schedule however it comes. If we have to play a team as an SEC team, hey, it's the next game. What you have to do going into the next week, it, coming off a loss, you got to know it's the next game. Let's try to figure out what we did wrong, and let's figure out how we can fix those things. And let's become more cognizant of, of what's going on. Like, and and we, this is the second part of your season. You did lose one. However, you got the rest of your season to think about. So now you got to be focused on what's going forward. Let's build a game plan that, that we know can beat this team and get our offense going on, on in the way it should be able to, and also being able to figure out what we can do on defense to dial up the right calls and those type of things as well. This is going to be a team that's going to come in and try to do everything they can, like Austin P, to call all the right plays and, and stay in the game. Our goal is to be able to go out and do what we're supposed to do against teams that are not in our league. Um, and we got to go out and just try to make sure we can get back on, on the winning side of these things and, and not struggle. Um, i like to see us Go out and do what we're supposed to do against an opponent that we should be beating in the first place. You've suffered heartbreaking losses to Florida. Um, what's the key to a bounce back? Because this Tennessee football team last year, different team, but last year they bounced back in their two losses and hammered Missouri, hammered Vanderbilt, played really well. Um, what's the key to bouncing back after a devastating, heartbreaking loss? Having a short memory, Dave. 
just having a short memory. If you don't play well, you got to go back out and figure out what to do in practice the next week and play harder and, and do those things. Practice how you play. But you also have to figure out, all right, what do we need to do next to get to the next level? I mean, and that is going out and working hard and just trying to figure out how to get those things done and how to make those be, be in sync when you're in games, um, regardless of who that opponent is. Um, I just think that you have to have a really short memory to know that, okay, we got to figure out what we need to get done right now and keep going in that direction. Portions of the program brought to you by the Hemp House, the premier hemp dispensary online with a wide variety, great selection, and strict standards to ensure you only receive the best in CBD or Delta products. Go to hemphousechat.com, hemphousechat.com. And what were you just talking about, Fred? No, I'm kidding. I was showing off my short-term – I was just showing off my memory. I was – I've moved forward. I'm, I'm going to start studying UTSA. I'm I'm ready to go, and I, I know you are – as well um i think that people need to remember on on joe milton and you've heard this as much as i have mm-hmm. is has he played perfect no but it would be nice if some receivers would make some plays for him and help him out at times and i think tennessee fans should also take solace in the fact that he is considered one of the favorites and one of the leaders on this football team and that, that, that goes a long way. And that, that's one of the reasons why he's a starter at, at the quarterback position. And you got to have someone that can lead your team. Now, talent for talent, I understand he has talent as well. I mean, Nico has talent also. But like I said, I feel like if we have a coach that he is going to put the right guy in there, I don't think he's going to take a guy and put him in if he's not ready. I don't think he's going to take a guy and move him if he hasn't lost the job. So – I'm going with that. I'm going with what my coach is telling me. And if he's putting him on the football field, I have every, I have no doubt that he's the right person. Hit like and subscribe. That Sunday show with Fred, one of the most popular shows on the World Wide Web. He's Fred White, VFL safety, former ball, and gives you an awful lot of insight on what day? Sunday. That Sunday show with Fred. I'm Dave Hooker. This has been a presentation of Off the Hook Sports. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.